All right, so this is the volume that I always speak at. You're this a little bit louder. is the volume I always speak. I know. I feel like I should sit like way back here. I don't know if they'll pick up me eating my almonds. It will, 100%. Hello and welcome back to the UCAST. We're your hosts, Emily and Tracy, and we are back at Tracy's home studio. We're broadcasting live from my house. The kitchen that, table. Yes, and that's why you hear my cat every once in a while. Um, the dog. The dog will shake at times. Semis. Semis go by. All the time. Motorcycles. We, yeah, we live in an old house that we affectionately refer to as our Jeep. I love Because, it. you know... It we shakes. want you to feel like you're here with us. Yeah. So we don't edit out those sounds on purpose because we could if we wanted to. <laughs> if if Emily wanted to edit those sounds out, we absolutely could. She would use her high tech equipment to do that. 100%. Uh, but every time I, when I was listening to last week's podcast, mm -hmm. I think I hit the table several times. You did. Yeah. And then Greg scooted his chair yep. 15 bajillion times. And drinks times out of his it. stainless steel cup and he goes, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> I pushed all my almonds away, so I'm not eating almonds right now. <laughs> so, okay, so let do we want to talk about how crazy this never-ending pandemic is? I hate to sound like I'm being, like, grumpy when people have literally lost their lives. So let me start with that. That's the part I'm most mad about. Yes. It's stupid. I know. At, I'm not kidding. In March, when this started for us, I understand mm -hmm. it's been going on, you know, around the world. Longer, but at the, at the beginning, I'm like, by Christmas, we'll forget this has ever happened. Right. I don't think we're forgetting. We're halfway to Christmas now at this point. Right. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I think we're the same as everyone else. I mean, Texas is getting a lot of attention at right now, worldwide. It's not great. No, it's you know, not. It was one of those things when we reopened before everybody else. Obviously, we reopened before everybody else. It just, Obviously. It seemed characteristic yeah. on point. They were either going to crucify him for what he did, mm -hmm. or they were going to crown him king, depending right. on the outcome. Right. Well, he's getting crucified. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I have friends who are in Australia that I've gotten texts from. Mm -hmm. um, friends that live in just other parts of the country who are like, can all of Texas calm down? Like, <laughs> Can they please? I mean, seriously. And so, I mean, we, our church is open. Uh, you have to RSVP, mm -hmm. you know, because they have the chairs divided yep. appropriately. And wear a mask, which, you know, when, I mean, we're just not used to wearing a mask mm -hmm. um, the way everyone else is, you know, because mm -hmm. worldwide people do wear masks. And so, all the time. Yeah. So, Singing in a mask is a little different. Can but... I tell you a great experience I had with the mask? Sure. <clears throat> this weekend. So I was on a plane mm -hmm. for the first time and it was a great experience. I was kind of uh, worried. I don't normally deal with anxiety, but I had this feeling like this could be. This... What if I'm making the wrong choice? Yeah, this could be interesting. So anyway, I sleep on planes and I get on the plane. I, I mean, I'm asleep before we even take off. Do you wear like an eye mask? Not on a domestic flight, but international, 
listen, and my international match. flight game is very serious. I have a, a neck pillow. Uh-huh. It's like real tall, so my head barely even has to lean. I click it shut. I have earbuds in Where you're listening with to your white, white noise. noise. Yes. Because when we went on the retreat, the college retreat, you white had noise. white yeah. noise going. And I have the eye thing. But it's the rounded eye thing because I don't like my eyelashes to like hit the... Oh, do you know what I mean? Gosh. Yes. Okay. That's international. Right. So this flight I was on was domestic, so no eye covering. But what I found out about the mask is when I fall asleep and my mouth opens, no one can see my mouth open. <laughs> it was great. If, if you drool, it's caught <laughs> it just by the mask. just in the mask. That's awesome. In my like triple filter system yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. It was great. Have, but, have you had anyone say anything to you about wearing a mask? Let's just give our listeners uh, who like are out of the great state of Texas sure. some insight. Uh, I'm going to, first of all, don't send me a message about how masks are stupid. Okay. I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to respond to you. Stop it. Second of all, the only person that has told me to wear a mask is my husband. So no one else has had to tell me to wear a mask. Right. And it's, it's protecting others. Yeah. So, so I have had someone say something to me about it. About wearing one or not wearing one? About wearing one. Really? A couple of people actually. Yeah. So, you know, we have friends all across, you know, the spectrum on this the great mask, debate. The mask spectrum. The mask spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> to each his own, one might say. So, um, we... You know, we had Zoe's book signing in the middle of all this. Yes. And we moved it outside. Oh, we yes. had two long tables that separated her and Jana from whoever brought the book up yeah. or whatever. And so th- there was a lot of space, you know, yeah. uh, maybe even more than six feet because they would basically slide the book over, you know. Oh, that's great. So we had masks on outside. We had fans going and things like that. And, um, I had several people who came up who weren't wearing masks mm-hmm. who said, Oh, are you going to judge us because we're not wearing masks? Or, right. Oh, are you one of those? I don't know what that is. Delta. I don't know what one of those is. Man. I don't know. Give some grace people. I, yeah. I don't, margin. I don't know what those, I guess so. You I were know. like, so what are those? I know. Anyway, it felt a little, ugh. it made me feel all weird. I inside. am one of those people that don't want your germs on my face. Right. So one of right. those I am. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah. So um, today, you know, we've talked about um, mental health, emotional health with Greg. We yeah. talked about physical, physical health, health, which growth. just was released today, actually, that I listened to this morning. It was fabulous. Yes. She did such a great Except job. when this comes out, it will not be. The today. today that that I one was released. I can't do that. Like I, I, can't I know do we, we need to stop saying last, last week because I heard when that. I listened back, I was like, uh oh, that's not how we scheduled them. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. So so come at me about that. Exactly. Y'all. Send us an email. <laughs> Send us an email. We'll sort through all of the emails. <laughs> the ucast at gmail.com. We'll sort through all of them. Yeah, it's overflowing at this point. <sighs> Speaking of, let's let's before we get into today's episode. Okay. Uh, have we sold many stickers, UCAS stickers? Because they're pretty fabulous. I think we I might. have. I can tell you exactly how many we've sold. Okay. Actually, I'm pulling my note because is it like 600, I'm apparently 000? the accountant now. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> the, the editor, <laughs> the writer, the producer. <laughs> 
two, three, eight, <laughs> nine, ten, eleven, We're, fourteen. You're Lisa, fourteen. Hey, that's more than two hands. I know. That's awesome. So if you want your UCast sticker, then send us some money, people. That's right. They're two dollars a piece. They're adorable. <laughs> They're so cute. And do you know where I got them? No. Makestickers.com. Well, it's awesome. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Lifestyles of the rich and famous right here. That's right. Um, I want to be successful.com. That's how you find us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Podcast pros. Yes. Dot net. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, okay. we are going to discuss in the 10 minutes that we have left. Yes. On uh, spiritual health. Yeah, and we've kind of talked about it a little bit just when we did mental health, emotional health, and then physical health, how those things tie in. You know, um, I think you asked Brooke even, does physical inform spiritual or spiritual inform physical? And she said both. You know, like it's not one or the other. Mm -hmm. They kind of all are under the umbrella of just being a good steward Mm -hmm. of where we're at, what we've been given, those types of things. How, I mean, how would we describe uh, like if a spiritually healthy person, I think mm-hmm. that is a, a good place to jump in here. I yeah. mean, I, I try, <laughs> we said, don't prep each other with questions. You either. said, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a great jump in water's warm. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of thought I would say it and then you would roll with it. But <laughs> I think that when I think of someone who's spiritually healthy, I think of someone who is the picture in my mind is like someone who has this good balance between uh, their devotional life. And I'm using that as what I mean by um, reading the word, Mm -hmm. um, being thoughtful, Mm -hmm. prayer, and then um, kind of their personal relationship with Jesus and their wider community church life. Yes, for so saying? Yeah, because I think that, you know, there's a lot of times like um, I'm in several groups as a, a parent, like um, of homeschool children mm-hmm. who, um, you know, I, I've seen that there are people who who present very spiritually healthy, mm-hmm. you know, as far as they talk about Jesus a lot and their life seems to be somewhat together. But they have no use for the local church uh, yeah. or they might listen to uh, preachers or teachers that seem to maybe in my mind be more workspace mm-hmm. in their theology, as opposed to, yeah. you know, understanding the work that Christ did for them. Right. I mean, any example, there's like yet? a disconnect almost. It feels that way to me. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of when you were saying that there was a, man we knew growing growing up a man we knew growing up and like deeply theological knew everything about the bible all these very nice man but really didn't even it was a disconnect kind of the opposite way of like was church 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 and then his family kind of got the right side swipe and my mom used to say he's oh shoot that is gonna make me so mad so i'm gonna be able to remember it something about like He's too, like, theologically minded for any earthly good. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. You know, like that type of, uh, so it's just like the pendulum has swung 
that right. way it's this whole as ben says a lot of times like this set of facts mm-hmm. or we're not adhering to like this set yeah. of ideas in yeah. a sense it's a relationship with a person mm-hmm. and somebody that i think is like my view of being spiritually healthy has a good grasp on scripture and mm-hmm. what they believe at the same time they have a good grasp on reality and right. where they're at so it's not just black and white mm-hmm. right and wrong mm-hmm. it's okay, we kind of live in a gray area sometimes. And what are we going to do? Right. How are we going to walk through this Some graciously yeah. and wisely mm-hmm. and, you know, good discernment? Someone mm-hmm. who's got, doesn't react really quickly, mm-hmm. you know? One of the things that I was thinking about that might kind of set our church apart in some ways, um, and I know we teach this a lot with um, the youth and young adults, we've said that, um you know, we have such a high view of the preached word. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by that is that we have a, a really high view of Sunday morning corporate worship. Right. Because we feel like God is showing up there. Mm-hmm. And like when our pastor stands up to preach, you know, that um, this ancient work is happening where uh, the spirit is taking his word and uh, the the person that pastor, the office of, of the pastor that he's standing up there and communicating that mm-hmm. and, and feeding the people of God. Right. You know, and so um, in our tradition, I mean, like with what we've seen, I know at Crosspoint is that we're telling students, um, you know, if you have to choose between Wednesday night or Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we want you to choose Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yep. We want you to be with the gathered uh, mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. There's not and even We take a communion every week, which is important. Absolutely. You know, something we don't do on Wednesday nights. That's right. You know? And we have the gathered church there that communion is administered. And I think that's a big thing, too, because that's, you know, the visible word. Right. You know, when we're told that as as often as you partake, uh, you proclaim the gospel. It's a visible proclamation mm-hmm. that, you know, Christ has given us things that we can taste, we can touch, we can smell, we can hold with our hands to say, I did this for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been one of the hardest parts of this whole pandemic is not being together, you know, on a regular basis, mm-hmm. even though some are gathering, you know, it's still not all back together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So describe, I mean, since you brought that up, yeah. what does your spiritual um, health look like mm-hmm. at this point with kind of things that, and, and I don't know that there's a way to separate that from doing in a sense of like, sure. what are the things that you're doing in the cycles that you've created in your life that are kind of a, a gauge of measurement for you? Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I would say that our church values this also, but like I just have a high value of my personal relationship with the Lord and fostering that just like I would any other relationship I have, mm-hmm. you know, like, if I want to get closer to you, you and I are going to hang out and talk mm-hmm. and get closer. Like I'm going to hang out with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? And for me, that looks like in the morning time. Cause I, that's just kind of how it works in my schedule. And that's not by law, you mm-hmm. know, like some people are like, if you don't do it in the morning, so do you have a certain chair you sit in or oh, you go to a certain, yeah. Cause yes. I know how you are with yeah, your kind I, I like of, a space. you like spaces. Mm-hmm. So to yes. describe that a little bit. So I have a red chair. It's in the corner of my living room and it's next to the bookshelf. So all my stuff is right there and it's ready to go in the morning when I fix my coffee. Uh, that chair is also my grandparents from their original set that mm-hmm. they bought in like 56 or something. And so it's just a fun little space. I have a blanket over there and 
it's just where it's almost like a liturgical sounds like a very sacred. fancy word, but it's like, it is like a sacred space of like my physical body knows what's happening when I go sit over there right. in the morning, you know? And so that's just important to me. And I believe that God still speaks. I hear the Holy spirit, sure. you know? And so that's how I foster it. That's something that now do I miss days? Of course I do. Right. You know, like it's not this, I beat myself down. You have to get over yeah. there and read or whatever. And it can look different day to day, but it's, you know, sometimes it's just praying or meditating or reading. It's just different every day, but it's always there. Right. There's something because I truly believe in the relationship part sure. of it. You know, it's not just this ambiguous God that I will hope is going to accept you. And, yeah, exactly. And part some grace, maybe like, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. He's very much a fatherly figure. Like I try and visualize mm -hmm. what, who I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, that's been, you know, something that's been good in this season, especially. Do you use music or anything like that with, yeah. You know, oh yeah. Sometimes that's what I mean by it doesn't always look the same. Right. Sometimes I'll turn on music and just, sing or mm -hmm. listen to the words because mm -hmm. i don't always do that when i'm listening to music you know or um even listening to a sermon or something right. that's in the same vein of what i'm reading or, sometimes I, what i'll do as well as i'll go back and listen to a sermon mm -hmm. from like sunday or whatever that i yeah. had if i had a hard time you know focusing yes. in on what was being said i'm like i'm gonna go back and listen to that yeah and, and i think too with um prayer has you know, gosh, prayer can be hard. Mm -hmm. It can be difficult mm -hmm. because I think we're so visual, yeah. as, especially with screens and just our phones yes. and wanting to check them all the time that like, um, I I've done prayer different differently throughout different times, you know, where I've sure. journaled my prayers, you know, mm -hmm. and I've then prayed those to God. Like I've said those prayers yeah. um, so that they're not just written, you know, I mm -hmm. want to say those things. I think I'm changed as well when I do that. Absolutely. Um, and then other times to where, you know, I'm laying in bed in the mornings and I have my prayer time there while I'm laying in bed mm -hmm. and then I get up and, and read, um, you know, or other times where I've actually, you know, you use the word liturgy where I have some books, you know, that have some prayers that are written. Yes. And I think in our culture, that's difficult for a lot of us modern evangelical folks to go, mm -hmm wait, what? You're going to read a prayer. But, right. you know, even on Sunday uh, when Erin read from uh, the Valley of Vision, uh -huh. you know, she read this fabulous prayer on Sunday morning um, that was so dense. Yeah. And it was thoughtful. And, you know, in our society, our culture, we put so much weight on novelty right. that, you know, people, if they get up and they sound like they mean something or whatever, mm -hmm. then we're like, yes, you know, that's so good. But like, you know, there are these amazing prayers that have been written. Right. Um, and well, and really, if we, we can go use back those to the, he, those. right. And if he gave us the word to pray his words back to him, that's essentially what, you know, they were doing and yes. we're doing, it's all from scripture anyway. Yes. And haven't, you know? I mean, that's what we've been going through on Sunday mornings is mm -hmm. the Lord's prayer. Right. And that's been beautiful to have yes. that unpacked and to go, gosh, this is what, mm -hmm. you know, we have 
this this is the um you know the everything that he's telling us to pray there mm-hmm. i don't even know what words to use but it's um so rich yes you know that it mm-hmm. can guide us as mm-hmm. we pray or we can pray that prayer it doesn't matter i mean right. but i think you know it, it is a good guide and i think one of the cool things that happens with prayers that are already written is sometimes if you have a new believer mm-hmm. um you know they don't always know how to pray right you know and to have something in front of them you know where they can pray even if it's a psalm or mm-hmm. if it's the words that a one of our Puritan brothers and sisters have written or, or anyone else. I mean, just that they can say, okay, Lord, you know, these are words that aren't original to me, obviously, but I mean them. Yeah. Well, and reading them, it changes your mindset of like, oh, this, if I believe this, this is what I'm called to. So this is what I want to pray. Even though I may not at the time be walking in this way or doing these things or whatever, but it's changing your heart. You know, yeah, so so I think that we're we've talked about the importance of the, the preached word on uh-huh. Sunday mornings, like the corporate gathering. Right. We've talked about reading the word, you know, and I know in past episodes you've shared about different Bible plans that you've used yep. and um, we've shared about like just the the apps that read the word for uh-huh. us even, you know, if reading in the morning is difficult for you to keep your mind focused. Right hearing the word is fabulous. Mm -hmm. And then prayer and journaling. um, Those are great. Um, Let's talk about community. And I think this has been a big one right now. This will hit home with a lot of people and our spiritual health. How do we maintain community Mm -hmm. when we're in isolation basically, and looks like we may be going back to more isolation. Right. I mean, do you want to speak to that um, about how you're kind of, sure. Um, because you're you are locked down a little more than I am just right. because of uh, uh, pre-existing conditions with Todd and then his job right. and everyone and I'm so thankful that you do that because uh, for those of you who are just just now this is your first episode you're listening to I mean he's going into people's homes as a first responder and showing up on you know scenes of accidents and things that I I would hate to know that we had been around him and he had contracted something and then gone to mm. help someone and, you know, yeah. had or vice also, versa or vice you know, versa. We don't want yeah. and so how to do, give something to you. Exactly. You know? So mm-hmm. how do you, cause you are such a, uh, you know, social person. Yeah. How are you handling the, this real um, essential part of being a Christian, the community aspect of that? Yeah. Um, good. Some days, not good other days <laughs> starting a podcast with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all seriousness, I think it's taking the time to even just continue texting with people mm-hmm. or I'm not a big phone talker. So I'm terrible about calling. Well, your internet is awful well, and you're all that's where you, yeah, yeah, yeah service is awful, but it's been good for me to like, even just text people and be like, Hey, how's it going? And chit chat and like, just catch up, you know, mm-hmm. now, I've mentioned Lauren and Neil on here probably every episode, but we do life with them very regularly. And so we've, you know, kind of semi been quarantining with them between our two homes. So when a decision is made, it's made between the four of us, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and Todd's very, you know, obviously up to date on 
how things are going. And so he's the one that keeps reminding us how serious this thing actually is. And um, so that has been really good because even though we're not in corporate worship in the building with everyone and, you know, weren't even when we weren't meeting, we're with the pains on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And so that's like a small, you know, semi corporate situation. It's not everyone obviously, but that's but it's a portion of, of family. It's a portion of family. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, and that's what I've liked about like, even some of our young adults, it's their same little group getting together mm -hmm. to watch the service together, mm -hmm. you know, even a few weeks ago before we were back in the building. And that's encouraging because it's, it's so important, you know, and not everyone can do that. Right. So I would just say like keeping up with one another and like being really intentional with the conversation, mm -hmm. not just, Hey, how's it going? I also think social media has been great. Mm -hmm. You know, how have you been doing it? Um, well, I was literally thinking about this yesterday because we have a parent meeting coming up on Wednesday night because mm -hmm. we have our youth events have been null and void basically. Yeah. Uh, through all of this um, and it's been great for some people and it's been awful for others because we have students that are in sports that have been playing since June 1st they've been oh, meeting wow, yeah. up and we've had students some who have gone to camp with other churches and we have can't we have canceled our camp this summer and mm -hmm. then we've also canceled our youth retreat that was supposed to be this weekend and oh. you know all of those types of things and so um it's it's been uh, I, it's been on my mind. So I did a little survey that I sent out with the parents that I'll be sharing um, at the parent meeting. But what I was thinking about last night um, is that you know our church, um, each church, you know, like even in our community, it's hard it's hard not to compare. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking about it in a lot of families. How, you know, if we look at each congregation as just a different family culture almost, you know, and so yeah. like in our family culture, we have some people who are high risk. We have some, um, you know, from the survey, most everyone was like we could everyone can meet up for Bible study and do it outside. Hmm. But we had a couple who have some very high risk situations yeah. that they have, their vote was, I don't want you to even attempt anything until we know what's going to happen in August. And I was praying about that last night. In August, like, meaning like about schools? With schools okay. and kind of where we're at in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And I was praying about it last night. I was laying in bed and I was just praying and I was like, felt like the Lord said, you know what? They're part of your family. Mm-hmm. And if you have family members that, you know, who are, who are struggling with this because of, you know, um, different health concerns or past uh, mm -hmm. health histories that has to be taken into consideration. Those are not dumb things, right? you know? And so um, I mean, we've, you know, as you know, have had a, a children with some special circumstances health wise that we've had to think through. Mm -hmm. And so what we've decided to do community wise is like, we're like for the parent meeting, for instance, we will have an, an option for people to come to the parent meeting with mask we've right. asked, but then we'll also have a zoom option. So okay. we'll just turn it on and, and that will enable everyone to be a part if they want to, right. you know, at the same time, the youth are still meeting on zoom. Uh, yeah. But we do have some of the grow groups that are meeting. And even in those grow groups where we have five students and one young adult, I mean, it, it's we'll have some days where we'll have two that will show up for something because within that group of five 
kids, we have two boys that are sick and one that just got over something. So yeah, just two of the kids are getting together, you know, so it's yeah. just, we're, I, it feels like this idea of community is more of a survival mm -hmm. type thing. Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to keep contact and kind of keep our head above water to say, cause it's kind of fluctuating it how it works. I'm but, begging them to yeah. continue to show up yeah. on for corporate worship on Sunday mornings mm -hmm. and to continue to show up for uh, youth on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Strictly because we have to see their faces. Right. You know, and a lot of times they're doing other things during that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I say with the youth, you know, that like I've seen all of their bedroom ceilings yep. because they <laughs> lay the phone down. But at some point mm -hmm. in the night, I usually say, okay, let me see your faces real quick. Yeah, that's awesome. Just to try to have that contact mm -hmm. or, or ask a question if we have students that are uncomfortable with even having their voice on. Because right. we do have some that are shy right. and they're showing up, but they're muted the whole time. And so mm -hmm. to think of a question, you know, this week we went through and asked um, about their cats, you know, and awesome. what their cat names are. And they were crazy, <laughs> you know, but to be able to ask, you know, maybe a student who doesn't respond ever, you know, Hey, right. so-and-so, uh, what's your cat's name or what is, you know, what about this or what, where did you get that name? And it just kind of yeah. engages them enough. Well, because at the beginning of this, it seems yeah. like it was going to have an end. Yes. And now it's like the unforeseeable future. So right. it's like, okay, we have to, we have to be able to do Zooms. I know. You, you know what I mean? Like we have to be able to talk. Just have and to yeah. <laughs> so let's show our cats. Right. Talk. So I'm trying to be more creative in how we create community. Mm -hmm. um, there are a couple of, you know, maybe even looking at um, community services. Um, we'll be talking about, you know, like our senior resource center here in town where yeah. one of our young adults works. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I talked with Bex yesterday and then had a meeting with someone yesterday, you know, with Mills on Wheels, for instance, in our local community. Mm -hmm. We have the month of June, they delivered 13,000 meals. So let's just put that in perspective. Wow. 13,000 meals. Um, at this point, they have one volunteer. Really? Yeah. Because a lot of their volunteers are seniors. So when you have an entire at-risk population who's <laughs> who's meeting the needs of this other at-risk population, right? I mean, they had to call it all off. So oh you have one volunteer and some workers who are trying to deliver these meals every day. And so my thought is, what if that's a way we get our families involved, our families of youth, mm -hmm. because they can go as a family unit right to drop the mills off you know and we wear masks we wear gloves yeah you know you knock and hand them the food so there's there's essentially really no contact with anyone right. you know and so it, it's a uh, i think trying to say how do we continue to be the church in our in our in our context right i mean it, it's like every you know missions opportunity this summer was shut down right but essentially i mean yeah. not, not for some people organized like short-term yeah. trips short -term. things yeah. like that you know so how do we do it right here mm -hmm. how do we you know in, in having to kind of refocus to this um this more simple model yeah
of just saying, you know, this is, this isn't something that is, um, you know, gosh, I don't know what word to use, kind of this fancy bright lights, big city type event, but mm -hmm. uh, it needs to be done. You don't have to have money to do it right. because everything's provided. Yeah. You know, so show up. you just got to show up. <laughs> yeah. And so I think spiritual health has that, you know, that aspect of us being before God, uh, positioning ourselves rightly and mm -hmm. then being used by him to meet the needs of others in this, in our yeah. local community, you know, our church community, but also, right. you know, at large, I guess. And so. I think during this whole thing with each other specifically is just giving more margin and more grace for one another. You know, yes. it's the, we were talking probably before I hit record, but about like how judgy the mask situation is mm -hmm. not, I mean, it goes both ways. There's judgment for wearing them. There's judgment for, for not wearing them. And you feel this weird thing when you go into a place where you're like, right. you know, I'm like, guys, come on. Like if we can all remember, we're doing the best we can right. with what we have in a situation. None of us have been through before, right. you know, and that goes with gathering. So yeah. that it's like, okay, we're going to organize this thing. We'll just, Try it out and yeah. do our best, you know, and giving grace to especially those in leadership organizing it, you know, like. Yeah. And not assuming that they have this whole set of political ideas. Exactly. You know, because they're just trying to protect people. There's no agenda you know, at hand. There's no here. agenda. Yeah. <laughs> Other than protecting people. Exactly. So I have this uh, friend who um, kind of her phrase is, I'm just trying to keep my own yard clean. <laughs> No doubt. You know, I mean, let's just try to um, give grace, mm -hmm. um, be gracious, you know, yeah. uh, you extend the same things that we want others to extend to us. Exactly. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. So what would you tell like youth and young adults, especially right now, kind of how to get started on if they are like, I don't even know if I'm spiritually healthy or what that looks like or so for um those who listen to us who are members of cross point uh, at the parent meeting we will be giving some things out and i'll tell you what those things are because it will have already passed by the time yes um we're going to give out some of a, a new testament reading plan which is cool. the five uh, by five by five which is from navigators okay and so basically it's just a checklist where for you know, we have a lot of students that I'm really impressed with, you know, these families who, uh, you know, like I think the Hicks, I think uh, either one or both of their daughters made it through the entire, um, did they read the whole Bible or the New Testament? I think the whole Bible last year, you know, oh, and cool. I think Noah Goodman, That's awesome. we've got some students who I'm sure I'm missing someone, so I'm really sorry, um, but who they are reading, but then you have other students that you know, they haven't developed that discipline yet. And so right. we're going to be handing out this little discipleship tool where it's five minutes a day, five days a week, five ways to dig deeper. And basically it's just a little pamphlet where they can check off what they're reading every day. So like awesome. for January one, they're going to read Mark one, you know, right. and then for, you know, and it just kind of goes, goes through. So for January one? Yeah. Oh, I, you that's just start just starts you wherever start you, yeah. Okay. Um, and then we're also giving out a 30 day prayer challenge, um, which is like for, let's see. So what is today? The 14th, mm -hmm. um, you know, says pray for your governor, your state legislature and let 
legislators and your key issues in your culture. So that's very applicable. Sure. So it's just like that's a awesome. guide when you can't always think of, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes we need a detailed list just to say, okay, here's where you start. Yeah. And then um, a little prayer journal that says, you know, good things that happened to me today were these three things. And the parents can just say, okay, so those three good things, basically those would be things you could thank God for. Mm -hmm. And then um, even a place to journal will say, I had a rough time today. So they can write that down, what they had a rough, you know, what the, the rough thing was, and then pray that to God. You know, awesome. Jesus today was awful because someone posted this thing on Instagram and I felt completely left out. It ruined my entire day. Yep. And I really need my identity to be found in you mm -hmm. and not in all of these jacked up, you know, peer images right. and all that. And then who to pray for? I want to pray for these people, you know, just listing a couple of people to pray for every day. Yeah. And then praying for them. And then God, please help me to whatever, you know, uh, be nice to my brothers and sisters or not backtalk or, mm -hmm. you know, um, not have, you know, a horrible attitude when I'm told that, you know, my room isn't clean or right. that I can't watch certain things or I'm limited on, you know, the amount of time that I have online. You get mad because you're tired of being around your parents all exactly. day. They're probably tired of around, being around, <laughs> around you, you all too. day. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's where I would tell people to start is, you know, um, you know, Jesus is going to show up in his mm -hmm. word. That's right. Yeah. Cause you know, he is the word, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so you, you're not going to, I'll tell, tell, um, I say this a lot that, you know, the, the, the word is like an antibiotic basically. Mm -hmm. So this is an awful comparison, but you get where right. I'm going I can't with this. Wait for this to fall off. So when I <laughs> do not email us about this, but you know, when I'm sick um, and the doctor gives me like the Z pack or something or mm -hmm. any kind of antibiotic, um, I start taking it. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you the first three days, I'm like, this is not working. Yep. Like I'm, I'm not feeling any different. I can't feel like all, of, I can't feel like anything's happening, but then I start to get better. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, internally I start to feel better. Um, and it's, it's similar to that mm -hmm. in the sense that the word says of itself that it's living, it's, it's a living agent. It's active. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to accomplish what it's, you know, sets out to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so, I can walk into reading the word, even if I don't feel like it, even if I'm tired, yep. um, I'm deflated. I'm, I've, you know, just got through being, you know, sinful. Mm -hmm. I can read something in the word and it's going to take root and Absolutely. it's going to be effectual. It's mm -hmm. going to change me. It's going to do what it's promised to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where you start. Yeah. Just and I think I would add on to that, like, especially I'm thinking about our young adults who maybe don't live at home with their parents who are going to facilitate, you know, something like this or is to, and we've said it a couple of times for different topics, but find somebody to hold you accountable to it. Tell your friend that you're going to start, you know, reading through the new Testament or a new reading plan and talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, there's this stigma that it feels weird to talk about or like to pray together is weird. Well, it's going to continue to be weird if you don't try, mm -hmm. you know, and so to call someone and talk to them about it and pray together or mm -hmm. just tell someone, I don't really know how to pray, but I'm going to try, you know. Yeah. And I've, I've been concerned through this time of isolation about people who are really struggling with private sin yep. uh, because of 
how easy it is to isolate mm -hmm. and how easy it is to distract and avoid mm -hmm. and how easy it is to um, run to the wrong places, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I think to have to, as a believer, say, God, give me the strength to reach out to this other young adult yes. or reach out to this older person and say, can you please walk with me through this? Yep. Um, you know, what, what I think they'll find is that if they share what their sin struggle is, mm -hmm. um, I mean, hopefully we're creating an environment here where people are, are unshockable mm -hmm. and are not um, surprised mm -hmm. by someone else's sin struggle. Right. And they'll say, absolutely, I will, you know, and they'll probably, my pastor growing up used to say that if anyone comes to him and shares a sin issue with, with him, mm -hmm. before they leave, he shares his sin struggle with them. Oh, wow, yeah. Because he wants to make sure that, you know, he's all, he was always open about, look, we're on the same level ground here. That's right. Yeah. And so, I, and there's I just, something as odd as it sounds, there's something relieving freeing. about saying it out mm -hmm. loud to someone else, mm -hmm. you know, so freeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of like a good resource, especially cause we've been talking about prayer, but Timothy Keller's book, mm -hmm. it's just called prayer mm -hmm. is amazing. Nice. It's just got good. Like the book is good in and of itself. He comes at like, he goes into the Lord's prayer, which has mm -hmm. been really great. Um, since we've been in it on Sunday mornings, especially, but then like at the end, he's got good patterns of prayer. Like, how do you start? Where to begin? You know? And, uh, I love that book. But, That's really good. Yeah. That's good. So, so you can put that in our show notes. I will put that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> These show notes won't be as difficult as a couple weeks ago. You know, we didn't bring this up, but maybe in a week or so we can talk about it, but we can talk about, uh, scripture memory. Yeah. I think that's that's an important one. So yep. we can come back to that later when we haven't already gone over our time. By 15 minutes. By 15 minutes, right. For those that are still here. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, for real. We love you. <laughs> that should be on our T-shirt. For those of you who have made it to the end. That's right. All right. Well, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, you can find us at... The underscore UCAST on Instagram or email us at the UCAST at gmail.com. And if you would like a sticker, just let us know in one of those ways. They're $2 a piece and we will ship them right to your door. We, but hurry because we don't have very many left. They actually are running 14. out. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't want to get 200 and then get stuck with 198 on. I know. <laughs> I just put them all over my refrigerator. Two bucks a piece. That's a steep. Steep price, right? What? $2. That was steep. We don't talk about these things. We don't have staff meetings here. No, <laughs> obviously. All right. Talk to you next week. Um.